Well, I'm delighted to be here. I want to speak to you from the book of Acts. And it's actually one of my favorite prayer meetings in the Bible because it's so like us and it it has so much to tell us. And it's after the Apostle Peter is arrested. He's in chains. And uh, James, of course, the Apostle, the brother of John, has been put to death by Herod. And it begins with the um, with the uh, the angel coming and releasing Peter. And he is, um, and again, he is in jail at the time. And uh, I'm actually looking in my, uh, I've I've turned to the passage and I'm not finding it. So I'm sorry, it's going to take me a second, but I'll I'll get there. But the the story is that they hold a prayer meeting in the home of John Mark. Probably Mary would have been there and, and the early church. And they were praying for the Apostle Peter, who was in Jerusalem. And he was actually uh, in prison at the time. And God answered their prayer while they were praying. And Peter shows up at the prayer meeting. You remember the angel comes and he strikes the chain off of his leg. And um, uh, Peter shows up at the prayer meeting. And when he comes, the disciples, they're, they're actually praying and there's a knock at the door. And uh, they sent the servant girl to open the door, and she sees Peter, and she assumed he was a ghost. That's basically what the text says, that she thought that he was a ghost. And uh, and she went back and told them, Peter is here, and they wouldn't believe her. That she was bothering the prayer meeting with the news that their prayer had, in fact, been answered. And finally, Peter has to knock on the door, and... Um, and let him in. Let me read the text to you. It starts at, uh, uh, I'll start at verse 8 of chapter 12. The angel said to him, dress yourself and put on your sandals. And he did so. And he said to them, wrap your cloak around you and follow me. And Peter went out and followed him. He did not know that he was being, what was done by the angel was real, but he thought he was seeing a vision. Now, by the way, these these are the apostles. These are the the people who were present for the Lord's miracle, and yet they struggled with practical unbelief. And uh, Peter comes to himself, verse 11, and he says, Now I am sure that the Lord has sent his angel and has rescued me from the hand of Herod and from all the Jewish people, all of the Jewish people were expecting. When he realized this, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose other name was Mark, where many were gathered together and they were praying. And when he knocked at the door of the gateway, a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer. Recognizing Peter's voice in her joy, she did not open the gate, but ran in and reported that Peter was standing at the gate. They said to her, this is great. You are out of your mind. But she kept insisting it was so, and they kept saying, it is his angel, meaning a ghost. But Peter continued knocking, and when they'd opened, they saw him and were amazed, but motioning to them with his hand to be silent, he described to them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison, and he said, tell these things to James and to the brothers. Then he departed and went to another place. Well, my, my friends, as you are gathered for prayer, pray as those who are expecting an answer. There's one, uh, there's one resource that's greatly neglected by Christians in America today. It's prayer. You know, I, I have to think that in future generations, should the Lord tarry, I hope he comes soon, but should he not, people will write books about the time in which we're living, in which our, cult, our entire culture is collapsing around us in such a remarkable way. And they will be pointing out that Christians were not praying. Churches were not holding prayer meetings. 
people were not attending the prayer meetings. There weren't gatherings like this. So here you are, and I thank you for it. But make sure you pray with the expectation that he is going to answer. In fact, be looking to the door. Have someone manning the door, as it were. And when uh, the Peter arrives, uh, don't say he's out of his mind. We need to believe in the power of prayer. And God will show us that. One thing I pray for for myself and my church is that God would encourage me in prayer by giving me enough tangible answers that me and the weakness of my faith, I, I know that he answers prayer, but look at these early disciples. We're so like them. Uh, pray that God would encourage you in praying by giving you tangible answers. And I'm going to pray for that for you right now, if you don't mind. Now, Father in heaven, I thank you for this online gathering that comes to pray. And it's so encouraging to me because, Lord, you answer prayer. And prayer is not our last resource. It's our first recourse. And make us a praying people, Lord. And we think of the trials of our times, the trials that individual people normally have, the needs of the church. And Father, I pray that you would encourage us in the power of prayer because you answer prayer and you, you are good and you are loving and you have almighty power as you ever did. Lord forbid that we would say with respect to the answer of prayer that we are out of our minds. No, Lord, let us be in our minds and pray as those who anticipate that you, our sovereign God, will answer our prayers. So bless this gathering. Bless these men and women. Bless Sermon Audio, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen.